Hey, dear bud. Reunited and it feels so good. Doing the exact thing Elias told us not to do within 10 seconds of the podcast. Singing starting. at the same time. Speaking at the same time, singing at the same time, whatever. Literally, we rehearsed this and Elliot was like, do not do that. It's all right. We're together again. I don't know that song. I'm just making it up. Oh, okay. I'm just riffing on it because I'm excited we're together. As we record this, it is New Year's Eve. It is hours away from being the new year. As you are listening to this, it's been the new year for a couple of days now. Yeah. But hopefully it's been good. Hopefully. Hopefully, like, nothing traumatic happened. Like, something that happened moments before we pressed record. Caitlin, what happened? Fucking American national treasure Betty White was stolen from us. She was. You know what? The election wasn't stolen, but she sure as fuck was. I'm afraid... That I, you could just stop there. <laughs> yes, I'm afraid. I'm afraid that that is. Uh, it, it has to be a harbinger of, of terrible things to come. See, my my concern, not my concern. I think that it is that 2021 had to get one last little like sucker punch in there yeah. for it to be a shit year. Because I think the harbinger would have been. It's like how Kobe Bryant died at the beginning of 2020, and then everything. Yeah. Shit. Yep. Yep. This is a bookend. I hate to call Betty White. She's more than just a bookend. No, she is so much more than a American bookend. national treasure, Betty White. Um, but I'm thinking that might be. Maybe. I'm Hope, hoping that I, might be. Yeah, I mean, if that's the last bad thing to happen, because uh, I didn't explain. Uh, on our last episode uh, recording of the year, we're doing a year in review of true crime. So, um, yeah. We lost Betty White. That is the the most recent thing. Hopefully, the most recent thing that has happened. It's not going to be like another thing we're going to talk about, which is the insurrection that happened six days into the new year. Yeah, like we just can't get... You'll see. You'll see as we go through. But we just really couldn't get a break yeah. this year. Um, started off kicking it off on, on January 6th, which you guys... No, I guess they will. they will be hearing this beforehand for the most part. Um, that's when I'm flying home after seeing you. Yeah. And I'm just going to say, if anything happens, it's probably because I was in the air. If there's a part two. Maybe. I don't know, man. But for those who don't know, basically on January 6th, a mob of Donald Trump supporters, I guess we'll call them. Yeah. Um, attacked the Capitol because they believed that the election was stolen and they wanted to overturn the election and they wanted to overturn the government and they wanted to, like, shit in Nancy Pelosi's drawer or something. I think they were organized in the fact that they all got there at the same time on the same day. I think had they gotten into the building... Uh, and like yeah and yeah and lots of people got into the building like there was no clear direction of what we do once we get in there yes but so, there were there was direction as to how to get in there yes. from people on the inside political people on the yeah. inside and i mean the whole thing's of, fucked it really just set the tone for the new year we should have known yeah right i it wasn't all getting better no no um but then after that you would think that things would get better they didn't um, then, um, a little, a little over, a little under two months later on February 24th, Lady Gaga's dog walker, Ryan Fisher mm-hmm. was really brutally I remember that. wounded when a robber came up and stole her two French bulldogs. Oh. I know. And it's just, but he was watching all three of her dog or walking all three of her dogs, uh, Miss Asia, Gustav and Koji. Love. Yeah. Love the names. When he was shot and Miss Asia was the queen who escaped. Uh-huh. But Gustav and Koji were taken. 
And two days after Fisher was attacked, the dogs were returned to the police. And then in April, five suspects were arrested in connection to the, with the incident by the LAPD. Uh, Fisher had been shot in the chest. And when he spoke with CBS Morning's Gail King, he said that Gaga helped him recover after the incident, saying, quote, she helped, she's helped me so much. She's been a friend for me. And after I was attacked, my family was flown out and I had trauma therapists flown to me and I stayed at her house for months while friends comforted me and security was around me, end quote. Wow, that's insane. And then he quit his job and started to go fund me, asking people to fund him to just like travel the United States for a bit. Wow. And said, oh, I don't have a job anymore. And it was like, but also it's because I quit the job. Ah, and okay. So we've got some mixed mixed feelings. Mixed feelings, but I mean, uh, as we'll be saying a couple times, I think in this episode, yes, Gaga. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, I mean, we're we can also lighten it by saying there are some good things that happened this year, but obviously, we're a true crime podcast. So we're going to be talking about some bummers, and but pessimists. So, yeah, I mean, um, I mean, some good things happened. Like, uh, we have new true crime docs and movies and uh horror books and other parts of media that have come out this year mm-hmm. um so we'll get to that after we talk about some of the uh the the big um kahunas yeah like the, some of the big cases that happened the big in the daddies year. don't like that never saying that again um uh, well, fast forwarding to April 20th, that's when Derek Chauvin was found guilty of second yeah. degree and third degree murder and manslaughter for murdering George Floyd last May. Yeah, so um, we got like some justice in this year at yeah. least. And so for those who don't remember, um, Chauvin was the police officer who kneeled on George Floyd's neck and murdered him Yeah, in doing so. Um, and that's really what fueled the this year's this past year's black lives matter movement yeah um and in june he was sentenced to 22 and a half years in prison after which floyd's cousin brandon williams told the media quote we got justice but not enough justice end quote understandably yeah but then there was also another thing with the with the protests where it wasn't his daughter his daughter was like caught on camera saying something like she was little like seven it was like daddy was a hero or something like that. Or, like, look at what Daddy did because he made, like, such a difference. Okay. I don't Maybe remember hearing about like this. I, I don't remember the exact verbiage. I just remember sobbing after seeing it. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah. So, George Floyd got justice. I agree with Brandon Williams. Not enough justice, necessarily, but still justice. Yeah, something. Something. And then on May 10th, which is... The day after Tristan Bailey's body was found in a retention pond in the woods near the cul-de-sac where her family lived in St. John's, Florida, um, the St. John's Sheriff's Office arrested Aiden Fucci, a 14-year-old who was a neighbor of hers, and they went to the same school. I don't remember hearing about this case. I vaguely This was in May? Yeah, but we also had other shit going on in May, like my birthday, and also, you know, like, yeah. Black Lives Matter. Uh- <laughs> yeah, I, I just, I don't remember this case. yeah. So she was stabbed 114 times. Huh. Um, at least 49 of those stab wounds were to her hands and arms and her head that were, like, defensive. defensive. Yeah, yes. yeah. Um, doing that thing. Elliot told us not to do again. Um, and Fuchi was at first charged with second-degree murder in connection with Bailey's death. But then later that month, state attorney R.J. Lariza announced that he had upgraded the charge to first-degree murder, saying that the teenager, who, again, 14, would yeah. be tried as an adult. 
And Fuji pled not guilty, and he's being held without bond while he awaits trial. Wow. Yeah. Um, That's fucked. Yeah, it was, it's, it's really, it's messed up. And the kid was, the kid was not right in the head. Um, Allegedly, like, investigators found, like, new information on, like, the kid and the case and everything. And apparently they found, like, bloody clothes and sneakers in his bedroom, a notebook of his with, quote, drawings of a violent nature. Oh, okay. Um, two of his friends, like, divulged that Fuchi had told them, quote, on multiple occasions that he wanted to kill somebody by stabbing them or slitting their throat, end oh. quote. Yeah. All right. Well, um, yeah. you just let that go then? Yeah. Well, and th- but then others said that he had said, quote, if he were to kill someone, it was going to be planned. He would find a random, he would find a random person walking at night, drag them into the woods and stab them, end quote. <laughs> well. Yes. Um, and according to the medical examiner's report, um, there was no uh, signs of sexual assault. Okay. Against th- this this poor fucking girl. Like, I mean, I just, I, I can't even imagine just. Yeah, 114 what, times. Yeah. That's. And f- about a little under half, <laughs> half of them being defensive wounds. Yeah. Yeah. But so Bailey, there was no sign of her being sexually assaulted. Uh, but she did have the word karma written in blue ink on her left ankle and a smiley face drawn on her huh. right ankle. But no idea of how that got there. That's odd. Right? It's fucking creepy. Yeah. But so next up we have on June 7th, that's when Alex Murdaugh, um came home and found he was a... Um, yeah. Big, that big lawyer in South Carolina. They were talking about it on uh, on Side Stories Actually, on last podcast. Is it Murdaugh or Murdaugh? I don't know. I, I've heard both pronunciations. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. I've heard them both. And I'm sure it, it is one thing, but aren't they from, like, South Carolina or something? They so, are. It, like, some people must say it wrong a lot. Well, and also, who knows what the pronunciation is, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, because it's in South Carolina. I'm not saying it's as bad as Boston, where it's, like, you've got, like, all these vowels, and it's, like, not... It's Worcester, not yeah, Worcestershire yeah. and shit. But um, regardless, so he came home. He was like a really high-profile attorney, and his wife Maggie and their son Paul had been shot and killed. Um, he called nine one one over the weekend, over Labor Day weekend, to report that he himself had been shot in the head on the side of the road, and everybody like really was following this case for quite a while. Yeah, like, who has a hit out on this family? Like, the, the mother and son die, and then the guy gets, like, shot. Yeah, so. well, and then and then he, he got, like, fired from the law firm he was working in, uh, because he had, like, like, not... It, not it was like money crimes right yeah yeah laundered money but he had like misappropriated a lot of money like millions and i think the the son paul um that that was killed i think he was involved like years prior in another incident like on a boat or something yeah it was it, it was in 2019 and there was this like incident on a boat that led to the death of a 19 year old girl named mallory beach um and then it it was like his like Alex's the dad's father had like died just days after yeah. Maggie and Paul were murdered. Yeah, so there's all these like mysterious 
instances and deaths and, yes. and stuff swirling kind of around this family. Yes, and then it comes out that Alex has turned himself in, not not immediately right now, but I'm saying at, at the end of this saga, he turned himself in because it was a botched suicide for hire plot involving himself and Curtis Edward Eddie Smith, who allegedly assisted with Alex's attempt to commit suicide for the insurance money. Yeah, so he had another son that if... If he was killed, um, if if he was killed or if he died in a certain way, he could his son could collect the insurance money. So he yes. wanted his child to get the insurance money. So he yes. tried to off kill, himself. yeah, off himself in a somebody way, do it. yeah, in a way that would that his son would get the money. So like, there's a lot going. There's on. a lot there's happening. A lot. There's a lot, <laughs> um, just a lot, simply a lot. Yes. So that was a fucking wild ass ride yes. again. Uh, Last podcast on the left side stories was following it as it was happening, mm-hmm. and uh, their take on it is hilarious. Obviously, oh, of course, they're <laughs> they're fucking amazing. Um, but then, so in addition to the Black Lives Matter movement this year, we had the Stop Asian Hate movement, mm-hmm. um, and as part of that, so on July seventeenth, early in the morning. Um, a 58-year-old woman and her 22-year-old son were going up the stairs of the Canal Street Inn subway station when a man approached them and tried to rob her son. And so she intervened and fell down the stairs and hurt her head pretty severely. Yeah. Um, and I know her last name is Tan. Her first name is Hwet. It's H-T-W-E. And I had looked this up and it has immediately left my brain. Um, as, as one does when you forget to take your legal meth in the morning. Um, but so she died two weeks later of her injuries. Yes. Oh yeah. I do kind of remember this one. Yeah. Yeah. And so then, uh, like very recently on December 29th, they just found the guy. Oh, that, yeah. That's why I heard of it recently. Yeah. Yeah. And so he, his name was David Robert Robinson. He was 53 years old and he was charged with murder and two counts of manslaughter in, her death. Wow. Yeah. Um, but moving right along, some of you might have heard of this case, and that would be the murder of YouTuber Gabby Petito. Yeah. Yeah. She was a van life type of YouTuber. And we'll she, do like when we're going to be doing more of our uh, So yes. You Want to Know About series yes. next year. So we'll cover a little bit like this is the Spark Noted version. We'll cover it a little more in depth. Exactly. Because stuff is still happening kind of. Yeah. This is like a six sentence like synopsis of the yeah. entire situation. Uh, but basically, she was traveling around the country with her fiancé, Brian Laundrie, and never returned home. And then once— Even though he did. Even though he did, yes. And then once he returned home and she didn't, and she was reported missing on September 11th— um, Oh, this was also—this year was also the 20th anniversary of September 11th. Yeah, it was. Yes, it was. Holy shit. Um, whoops. But— um. So after she returned, she he returned home and she didn't, and she was declared a missing person. Um, authorities named Laundry a person of interest, and then Laundry went missing a little over two weeks later. Yep, and just I I, I mean I mean this dominated competence. Yeah, and this dominated every fucking headline, and it yes. really it really did bring to light like these are other people that are missing. Yeah, and it helped. I mean, unfortunately. The, the the mystery or not the mysteries but the missing people who went missing they did many of them their bodies were found yeah unfortunately it was that they had been missing for months and months and months and who knows yeah. if intervention could have been done a lot of these people were people of color um but over the course of the two months where they were searching for her where they found her they were searching for him um it just became 
huge. It blew up. Yeah. And in the end, Petito was found dead. She had been strangled. And then Laundry was also found dead from a gunshot wound to the head. And his death was ruled a suicide. Her death was ruled a homicide. Yep. Um, and there's uh, hopefully his parents, because his parents did a lot of like, let's cover up for our poor son. Yeah, pretty much. Um, there was a lot. Hopefully they'll see some, some, something. Yeah, some, so, some kind of recompense. Yeah. And like Gabby Petito's family seemed to be like, really supportive of like once like all the news uh surrounding their own daughter was like coming out and then all these people were like but hey also this person's missing also this person's missing yeah they were really good at like bumping out that information being like yes these are people that are still missing and like like yes we obviously like miss our child and it's a horrible thing that happened but i think i think we'll see in the future that they do something big with missing people cases or something. They'll start a foundation. They'll do something. Yes. Because uh, they were really supportive of of all that when it was starting coming out. Obviously, like, it's not... It's not a criticism of them that their daughter's case was getting so much... uh, No. So much airtime. It's literally, like, a blonde-haired, blue-eyed girl and her white fiancé were involved in this. And, like, that's that's why it got so much... I remember seeing something, too, where people referred to her as, like, America's daughter at one point. Yeah. And um, which is like, uh, but at the same time, that's why there was all that notoriety was because like all of these people were like, oh, like you said, like, oh, like white, blonde haired, blue eyed, like all American. And obviously her case is important. It is important. But so were these other cases. And I mean, unfortunately, it's terrible that it took such a horrific case to bring other cases to the foreground. Yeah. But that's what it is. Yeah, but I think also, well, like, because of all of what has happened surrounding this case, that in the future um, we'll get a lot more notification of other big cases that have happened mm-hmm. to avoid any type of that criticism in the future. Right, exactly. Um, and then a couple days later, on November 16th, um, Evelyn Player, I shouldn't say a couple days later, it was a couple months later, but I am... Um, not right in the head as usual um days months this whole year felt like 36 all rolled into one again and the gabby petito case seemed to go on for almost the whole year like i remember hearing about it for so long that like like every week they were releasing new information a bit like well it's this like he did this oh they went here this was found Mm -hmm. like every week it was something new like somebody blinks and it's reported on Yeah. yeah um but so evelyn player went to East Baltimore Southern Baptist Church because she was letting some day laborers in that were renovating the church. And less than an hour later, she was found having been stabbed to death in a bathroom in the church. Yes. And so then everybody was understandably, like, shocked because it wasn't like – there was no – it didn't seem that there should have been any motivation for this. And so they asked the the public for help in finding Player's murderer – and Baltimore Mayor Brandon Scott said, quote, her family is four generations strong at Southern and all of our hearts should be with them. This is not OK. None of us should be OK. End quote. Wow. And on December 1st, after hundreds of people attended her memorial, law enforcement arrested Manzi Smith Jr., who was charged with first degree murder. And they don't like he didn't he hasn't given a reason yet. Like this happened at the beginning of the month. Again, we're this recording happened at the beginning of November. We're, it's oh no no on December first. Oh, I thought you meant okay. Yeah, no, I see we're not well. Yeah. I'm I so say he, he was me. Uh, he was convicted or he was arrested recently. So yeah, uh, I we're don't know if he following. has talked yet. If he has said like <laughs> why? Yeah, that's ridiculous. Yeah. 
Um, but then, but then now I said a couple months later, I mean, a couple days later when I met a couple months, but now I do meet a couple days later. Yes. Um, on November 19th, Kyle Rittenhouse, who's the 18 year old uh, vigilante and potential Academy Award nominee for his fucking sob fest. Oh on my the God. And fainting spell when the conviction was read out. You know how many fucking dumbass like kids I went to high school with that look like this guy? And I could yes. just like, he has a very punchable face. I think we've, we've talked about he that does. before. He does. In a perfect world, him and Brock Turner would be selling yes, but he was the other one with the punchable yeah, face. Uh-huh. Um, but so, yeah, so he was acquitted of all charges against him after fatally shooting two people during Black Lives Matter protests last year in Kenosha, Wisconsin. And jurors deliberated for about 27 hours over the course of four days before they found him not guilty on all five counts. Uh, first degree intentional homicide, first degree re- reckless homicide, first degree attempted inter- intentional homicide, and two counts of first degree reckless endangerment. You know, because when I go out with my cachet of machine guns and from and you go i don't you mean go from one state to another yeah bringing them keeping them in your own state isn't even enough yeah and i don't your mommy drives you in i don't have any man. ill intentions no but yeah that's some fucking bullshit bullshit and then <coughs> another couple days later on november 24th it's bundy's birthday that is Bundy's birthday. Oh, my mm-hmm. God. I didn't even, I don't, you're better with that stuff than me. Like, I'm not one to recognize it immediately, but you are. And I love that about me. you. Yeah. So, but this is, this is another, this is another positive. Um, Greg McMichael and his son, Travis, and their neighbor, William Roddy Bryan, were all found guilty of the murder of Ahmad Arbery, who was the unarmed black man that was jogging down a road when the men chased them in their pickup trucks and cornered him before it led to like a physical confrontation and one of the men shot and killed Arbery. It's fucking dumb. Yeah. But according to the defense, the three men believed that Arbery matched the description of someone who had robbed a home construction site in the neighborhood. So they were attempting a citizen's arrest. And last I checked, a citizen's arrest doesn't involve, you know, shooting somebody. Yeah. And also go fuck yourself. That's not like, even if that was the guy, he didn't murder anyone. You don't fucking like, you just call in the cops and say, yeah, I saw this person here. Mm-hmm. That Like, that's their last known location. You, you go the get them. Um, yeah, right? Like, I mean, but still, citizen's arrest, that's some bullshit yeah. right there. But my, 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 uh, some other bullshit was that this case, so Arbery was murdered on February 23rd, 2020. And the fact that this took, like, nearly two years for them to, like, yeah. be convicted. was I don't love that. Um, but prosecutors basically said that the suspects had chased and confronted Arbery with two firearms after they saw him running because he was, you know, jogging. Yeah. And then Travis McMichael, the son, fatally shot Arbery during a struggle over Travis's shotgun. And each of the men faced nine criminal charges, according to the indictment, and now face life in prison once they've been sentenced. Well, then. Good for them. Um, love to see it. And then speaking of love to see it, on December 9th, 2021, a jury found Josh Duggar guilty of receiving and possessing child pornography, and he faces 20 years in prison and a fine of up to $250,000 for each count. For each count. Per count. And if you guys want to hear more about that, we did our first episode of the So You Want to Know More About, or whatever we call it. So You Want to Know About. So You Want to Know About. Um, series where we just kind of do a quick little dive because we get a lot of questions from people saying, hey, what is the truth? And yeah, this is this is something that's ongoing currently or stuff that new stuff has just come out on and you might see a million different headlines and we're going to TLDR it for you. Yeah, 
like how I forgot to mention this, but the that they think they cracked the Zodiac um, killers. The cipher. cipher. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. That, that was they this think year. They may have found the guy, and then yep. it was like back and forth. Did they? Didn't they? Yep. Um, but then also on December 23rd, literally like a few days ago, yep. or it feels like it, um, on December 23rd, the Hennepin County jury in Minneapolis found Kim Potter, who was the police officer who had murdered Dante Wright this year. He was the black yep. guy in the car. Um, with she shot him with her gun. She thought it was a taser because it's easy to confuse yeah. those two. Yeah. Um, she was found guilty of first degree manslaughter, meaning she improperly used quote such force and violence that death of or great bodily harm to any person was reasonably foreseeable. End quote. And the jury also found her guilty of second degree manslaughter, which required a finding of only quote culpable negligence. End quote. That created quote unreasonable risk and consciously takes. Chances of causing death or great bodily harm to one another, end quote. I'm sorry, I had a stroke for a minute. Um, <laughs> I literally just looked at, you ever just look at a word and you go, I don't know what that word and is. Just and goes, it's like, yeah, and it's just like the. Um, but no, and, and my favorite was also because my dad and I were watching the um, conviction be rolled out. Yep. And she, the, that her lawyer said something like, look, she's a Catholic and it's right before Christmas. Oh my God, so that's such bullshit. let her out on bail and she's not going to play a religion anywhere. card now? Oh, it gets better because he's like, she's not going to go anywhere. She's a former cop and blah, blah, blah. And the prosecutor just goes, uh, she just got another job in an, or she just moved or something yeah. in another state. He's like, she's not going to leave this state. Yeah. And so then the, the judge was like, uh, I mean, uh, people who are, pro blue lives matter will say that the judge was making an example of her but the judge literally said i read another commentary like because there are a lot of people in my city who are more like red leaning and the guy was like the judge was about to let her go and then the prosecutor was just like no 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 and i'm like that's literally not what happened because the judge said something to the equivalent of look when you are convicted of something like this she doesn't get special treatment yeah like this is what happens and this is what i'm going to do so she was held without bail and she's to be sentenced, I believe, next February. Okay. Um, so we'll keep an eye out on that. Yeah, that might be a so you want to know about topic That's also. another so you want to know about topic coming. And another so you want to know about topic that we're about to get to. Literally mere days ago. Yeah. On December 29th, British socialite Ghislaine Maxwell. It's Ghislaine, right? See, I have, I've heard Gislane. I heard Gislane the other day, and I was I, like, I'm pretty sure we're just making. Fun I did of her hear Gislane. I mean, that's that's on last podcast. They, they say Gislane, <laughs> uh, but I think it's Ghislaine. I don't know. It she doesn't matter. So I was gonna say, and she can't correct us because she's gonna lie. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. Um, what is she gonna do? Call us from her little one eight hundred prison phone? Like we don't know. But she was convicted of five federal sex trafficking charges. Only five. Five out of six. Okay. Um, after a jury concluded that she played a pivotal part in recruiting and grooming teenage girls to be sexually abused by her, whatever he was. He was her lover. He was yeah. Her guy, he was her like. I've heard roller. so many different things. There was a great one that I saw where they're sitting like on the porch of this like cabin that was really famous in the case that we'll get into. And it was on Twitter and they're like holding hands sitting next to each other. And it was like, um. You finish each other's sentences. True love finishes each other's sentences. And I was like, yes. Because her, her, whatever you want to call him, was Jeffrey Epstein. 
And Maxwell was found guilty of conspiracy to entice a minor to, travel to, en- to travel to engage in illegal sex acts, conspiracy to transport a minor with the intent to engage in criminal sexual activity, transporting a minor with the intent to engage in criminal sexual activity, conspiracy to commit sex trafficking of minors and sex trafficking of minors. And she faces up to 65 years in prison for those. Damn. Yeah. And she was found not guilty. And this woman is like 60 years old to begin with. Yep. So she's not going to make it out. But um, she was found guilty of enticing a minor. She was not found guilty of enticing a minor to travel to engage in illegal sex acts. And that carried a five-year sentence. So Mm. the judge hasn't set a sentencing date yet. But I will also say that something I found interesting was, unlike other cases that we've seen, if she she, in order to be seen as not guilty, one person could be like, I don't think she's guilty. Oh, really? And it's a not guilty sentence. So that means that the... the, the They were unanimous. The, yeah, the five ones were a 100% yes, she is guilty. Wow. Okay. Yes. Interesting. Yes. But let's... Yeah, enough that's... Enough about her. That's that's the, the most up-to-date big cases that have happened in 2021. Yeah. I mean... Hopefully nothing's going to happen in the next, like, five hours of the year. <laughs> Can you imagine? Somebody burst in right now. Yeah, right. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, we set it up top. We lost Betty White at the the buzzer. Oh, I'm so mad about that. She was two weeks, not even. She was a few weeks. She was, like, thir- 17 days? From Yeah, from her 100th birthday. from her 100th birthday. It's just, and who's going to take care of Kevin? I don't know, man. I if don't anybody know. has ever seen the proposal, that is her dog. His name is Kevin, and we love him. I'll take care of Kevin. Michael will be It's just so depressing. Okay. But you know what's not depressing? Rodney Alcala. Oh, uh, hell yeah. Bye, bitch. Alcala? I've heard. Alcala. Is it Alcala? Alcala. That's what my that's what my parents say, and they, like, remember that case vividly because they're old as fuck. I don't remember. <laughs> Is it Alcala or Alcala? But, Alcala. Uh, yeah, he died. Yeah. Fuck that fuck guy. Off. Wait, did, um, what the fuck? If you ask me like, about Peter Sutcliffe, no, because I thought the debate that we had before this podcast Sutcliffe was like 19, 2019. I'm so lost. But uh, <laughs> what the fuck's his name? Phil Spector. Did he die 2020 or 2021? You know what? That's a good question. It might have been 2020. I mean, the last three years are one year a, to a me. Blur. A blur is what. So is what I have no clue. But a fever dream. Either yeah. one. Like, I'll take both. Yeah. But uh, Bernie Madoff also died this year. So He did die. Phil Spector died in January of this year. Yeah, look January at me. January 16th. Bye, bitch. Phil Spector. Go fuck yourself. What a, what a little shit. Um, he produced Dirty Dancing? Oh. Yeah, fuck that. He, all right, yeah. He can go fuck himself. We'll put him in a car. Oh, and you know what? Another good one we lost? Sondheim. Sondheim. I miss Sondheim. Of Sweeney Todd. Sweeney Todd. I miss it. Oh, God. What a legend. He was working on another musical. He was on uh, oh, really? Kimmel, like, not too long ago. Oh, wow. Yeah, because uh, what's it called? Uh, West Side Story uh-huh. had just uh, come Speaking out. Speaking of crimes. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I know. Well, you know what? It came out the wrong week to go to um uh, the box office oh, but too. I also heard it's not good. I it's not that it's not good. It's visually stunning, obviously. But yeah. a lot of the Latina and Latino viewers were not happy with the portrayals that were in that movie. I mean, did they update it or did they? Because I don't know if it's an updated they version. Updated it with Rita Moreno. Yeah, but they made her. The like, original show talk. is yeah. like that, I mean, that was the other argument that people had with Cats. Uh, when Cats came out, they're like, 
is the movie bad or is the show just bad? Yes. And the show's not great. What makes the show great is like the live singing and dancing. Like the dancing is like the reason for cats. They could just yeah. have background music and dance and everyone would love the show. Um, but like the cats was a crime against cinema. Uh, West Side Story, the show, this, the content of the show is pretty dated. Mm-hmm. So if they didn't update it, then new audiences can see it and go, oh, yeah. And like it really just brings to light everything that's wrong with the original source material. Yeah. Yeah. Now, people were less than pleased with it. That's sad. But, but Sondheim. And also, um, technically, this is also technically a true crime. Ansel Elgort is in it. And he is a... Not a singer? Well, he's not a singer, but he's... Uh, I mean, I don't know whether or not he's a singer, because I think he's a DJ. Is he? Yeah. Oh. He went to school with Timothée Chalamet. Um, yeah. But he did some not-so-cool shit to some not-so-cool underage girls. Oh. And, oh, I didn't remember that one. Oh, yeah. That's a thing. It was buried pretty well by his PR team, but people still remember because the internet is forever. Oh, jeez. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. It's right. Fuck him. Baby right? Driver, right? Baby that's, Driver. Baby Driver? Baby yeah. Driver, but we do love Rachel Ziegler. Yeah. She's a delight. She's a fucking delight. Yeah, I think she was a good Maria. Or she looked like she'd be a good Maria. She, I mean, I just like her. I think she's a likable person. Yeah. Yeah, she's cute. Who else did we lose this year? Um, Who didn't we lose this year? We learned Bernie Madoff. Um, uh, yeah, talked about that. Bernie Madoff with my grandma's money Madoff. And it's a true story. Um, But he died. Good riddance to bad trash. Um, For those who don't know, he was the financier, I guess you'd call him, who scammed people out of millions and millions and millions. Yeah. And people lost millions and millions and millions um are you high as shit right now no i'm very tired oh okay uh, she's closing her eyes and i was like i mean i know i know that my voice is just as soothing as we're a also raffi album but. we're also sitting next to each other which is not how we record so i'm used to like just like Zoning seeing out. you yeah um, no but also like yeah i'm used to like not looking directly at your your live head you can look at my live head if you'd like this is me hey i give good head what can i what? say what? Grandma, don't listen to this episode, please. Um, Sarah Weddington, who was the lawyer who argued Roe v. Wade and won. She yeah. was 26 years old at the time that Roe v. Wade was decided. She well, shit. passed this year. Relatively recently. RBG was soon. this year or last year? Last year. Oh, that was last year, he was yeah. still president. Oh, uh, yeah. He shall not be named. Lord Cheeto. Um, unfortunately, no, I'm not even going to go there. Um, y'all can put two and two together for that. Robert Paris Moses died. Who's that? You put Robert Paris Moses on the list. No, I didn't. I didn't put Robert. It's a ghost. I, I put the Chicago Strangler on the list. He raped, strangled uh, predominantly African-American uh, sex workers and other vulnerable women in Chicago. Uh, oh, looking, no, that, that's at- not when he died. That's not he didn't die then because nobody knows who he is. He uh, um, the killings have ended. OK, I believe that's what it was. Okay. I looked it up on a list. Well, uh, well, Robert Paris Moses, it took me to look at his face once, and then I was like, oh, it's that guy. He was the civil rights um, activist mm. who, um, what do you call it? He, like, led, like, he, he like he was, like, the, um, what's her name in Georgia? The Stacey Abrams yes. of the days of yore that he really, like, pushed for, like, voting registration and voting rights okay. and whatnot in Mississippi. And I believe he also co-founded... A party, if I'm not if I'm not mistaken. Let me look really quick. It is, yeah. Um, the the Mississippi Freedom Democratic Party. He, I knew that he co-founded some kind of political party. Yeah. But um, no, he passed, and he was he he was 
up in years. He was born, I'm looking at his Wikipedia page now, obviously, but uh, born in 1935 in Harlem, and he died in Hollywood, Florida on wow. July 25th. Damn. But yeah, he was he was like, he was a BFD, if I may so say. If I, if I do say so myself. Damn. And yeah, he like he got the MacArthur Fellowship. Um, like he he like he focused on after the civil rights movement, not really was over because it's still happening. I would say, but um, he really focused his energy on like literacy and especially with math mm-hmm. and schools amongst like like inner city kids yeah. and kids who were at risk and everything. He was a really great person, um, and the world needs more really great people so yeah. if you're pregnant not sure enough a good one not enough se- serial killers died last year not enough bad people died this yeah. year yeah like not just not enough but like you're gonna take fucking betty white away from me and other people are still going around it's bullshit yachting. yeah um uh, some exciting uh like horror slash true crime uh, movies or docs or docu-series, whatever, stuff that came out this year that I really enjoyed. Uh, Fresh Meat, it's a free documentary on Tubi. Uh, the okay. guys from last podcast are on it. Interviewed. Oh. It's about Jeffrey Dahmer and other cannibals. Oh, this is the one that you told me to yes, watch that I didn't watch. <laughs> it, it's like, I like a, a documentary that kind of like has a very fast pace. Like yeah. some of the docu-series are very long and dragging, um, but this has like a lot of like um, actual like recording, um, like snappy uh, transitions and like good talking head moments. It's on, like I said, it's on Tubi. It's free. It's called Fresh Meat. Uh, I really enjoyed it. You watched Tiger King too? I haven't seen it yet. Well, the second season. Of second Tiger season. King. Yeah, yes, yeah. It's the second King season because there's also there's like a spinoff of Tiger King called the Doc Antle story. I didn't know that they were two separate things. I yeah. thought they were the same thing. I know because I am the Tiger King fanatic. And then it's Michael, and then it's Haley, um, and that Haley has not seen it. I um, saw Tiger King, the original one, one. You saw Tiger King yeah, one, but yeah. then you weren't like, oh my god! Like we had a reminder set. Yeah. We we like hunkered down. It like personal aside, we celebrated our seventh anniversary back in December, mm-hmm. and I'm saying back in December because this is coming out in January. But you know, um, and there was some serious discussion of well, what if we just like hunkered down in an Airbnb and watched Tiger King, and then we were like, no, 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 that's so boring, we can't do that. So we hunkered down in an Airbnb and we watched the stars from a jacuzzi instead. Um, but And then Tiger King. And then, and no, we did not watch Tiger King. We did play Mario Kart. Hey, I watched um, a, I watched Squid Game on my uh, honeymoon. Oh, that's... And, Squid Game was another one. I feel like Squid Game should count in this. Like, yeah, we could was, talk about Squid Game. That was, that was really game. good. If you haven't seen Squid Game, holy shit, but there's a second season coming out. I'm not sure how I feel about that because I'm still trying to get over the finale of that. Series. See, there are some shows that I like if they're just one season, like, it did its job. It's a limited series. It's good. Yes. You know what was fucking robbed? And I think it was actually canceled this year, so we could talk oh, about it, is uh, I Am Not Okay With This That's on Netflix. A That's a crime. I, I don't know how many people saw it, but it was so It was cute. Good. Not cute, but, like... it was, And it was gearing up to see, be something, like, really interesting. Yeah, it was, like, it, it was kind of like a Bates Motel meets it's a, uh, the end of the fucking world. I mean, it's also, like, easy to compare it to, like, Stranger Things, because yes, obviously, yes. like, blah, blah, blah. I know. And, the, the like, the kid from It is in it, and yep. um, the two two of the kids from I think, It. Yeah, I was going to say, there's a couple. Yeah, because that, that boy was... Um, yes, that boy. Yes. You know, that boy. That boy over there. Stop it. Thabot. Um, but, yeah, uh, that was really good, and it got canceled, which sucks. I It didn't... 
Did I hear that Mindhunter is coming back? So they're trying to get it to come back. Okay. I want it to come back. I'm in, I am supportive of this. Yeah. Part- I think that that news kind of like I'm on the rumbled of this year. Campaign. Yeah. Um, um <laughs> the Fear Street trilogy. Holy shit. I couldn't be more of a fan of the Fear Street trilogy. You were, you were shitting bricks over that series. It was so good. I just think like it was one of those ones that like I didn't mind that it wasn't a specific it wasn't on a specific one of the books it it just captured the spirit of the books mm-hmm. like it didn't have to be like word for word note for note like the source material right i just it just had the vibe of it i'm like i am such a huge fan if they come out with more fantastic but what they did with it i loved it couldn't recommend it more highly and you know what this is also 2022 is going to be the year of not yucking anyone's yum so if i say i love something you don't have to you don't have to love it but also you don't have to go out and be like it was fucking bullshit it was like especially like art and stuff i don't want to know i don't want ratings i don't want to see ratings on anything i do not want anything i consume uh uh, be it like art, books, movies, TV shows. I don't want to music. I don't want to know what anything is like rated, because I want to make that my. I want to make my own assumptions on things. Like yeah, it makes sense if um, if like you're buying clothes or something, or you're buying a piece of technology. You need to like no customer reviews, but I want no customer reviews she's of saying art that because that's what I do for work. And she's like, she's like, I'm not no, at no. you, but to at you. No, that makes sense because. I mean, all the clothes I've bought online recently, I've like dug through the reviews and it's great when you find one that like somebody goes in depth on it, but I don't want your in-depth review slash opinion on uh, a piece of artwork to influence how I feel about it. I realize this whole section is that, (laughs) but it's also, it's, I'm not saying I, I'm not talking about anything I hated this year. If I didn't personally love it, then I'm just not going to shout it out. I'm not going to. I'm go- not going to shout it down, but I'm not going to shout it out. And with that being said, Fear Street has a 6.2 out of 10 on IMDb and 84. percent Well, I'm going to do <laughs> spoiler alert for the year. I'm going to do uh, an episode on like kind of the history of Fear Street, the books, the spinoff books, which there's a trillion of. How hot Maya Hawk is. Yeah, and how expert how Sadie, Sadie Sink, Sink was. was yeah in, in so good everything that she's done the girl I can't remember well the 10 minute short film yes. with Dylan O'Brien I can't remember her name off the top of my head the girl that played Dina in the three Fear Street movies wow I, I was so it, impressed probably my what a fan she's hot as no hot. no she was only she was the um oh was she little no she was the uh what's it called Me? black no stop Maya Hawk was the Drew Barrymore. Oh, I thought you were saying this girl because I'm looking at her and I'm I like, I mean, she's 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 also hot. She's um, she's very hot. But um, she uh, Maya Hawk was Kiana Madeira. Yes, so good. What a fantastic young Canadian. actress. Yeah, she's she's Canadian. so good. Um, but Maya Hawk was the Drew Barrymore character in Scream. Oh. She was only in the first like I mean spoiler, but it came out in July of this past year. Hey, so watch it talking to me i have no idea it's so good um but yeah she was only in the first like f- 10 15 minutes of it i love, um, I love maya hawk yeah and i um, love her parents you also saw house of gucci which i didn't I did. and you have problems and speaking of crime um again it's personal movie, opinion yes but that movie so lady gaga carried that movie on her fucking back that's the first thing i'm going to i heard say. so many criticisms about the her accent, accent. yeah no, so here's my i didn't take issue necessarily with her <laughs> accent as much as i took issue with Everybody's accent was different, and they were okay. all from Italy. There was no consistency. There in the was accents. no consistency. Jared Leto pretty much like found out he got the part, 
and said, okay, what will I use as source material? Super Mario Brothers and The Godfather and nothing else. Yeah, I mean, we talked about um, uh, Jared Leto's process in our Joker episode. Oh, and he had no process <laughs> for this. I Like, it was at a point where I turned to Michael and I said to him, is it just me or is this bad? And Michael, I was like, Am again, I, like, personal is it going opinion. Over my head, but it, you know what I mean. Yeah. Sometimes you're like a movie, like, and you, you wanted to like it. No, well, I wanted to like it, but also that you think a movie is bad, but it's actually just like too artsy for you, okay. and you don't realize it. That's what I was like wondering because I was like, Jared Leto always talks about how, like how he goes through such a process of like choosing the movies he likes, and that's why he doesn't do a ton of movies is because he wants to do an amazing job in every yeah. single one. And I was like, well, then what was this? Yeah, but yeah, Adam Driver was himself. Um, Al Pacino existed, but Lady Gaga carried that show on. Oh, Selma Hayek was brilliant because just look at her. And I know. And that was released in like movie theaters, right? That wasn't like a, an exclusive yeah, like HBO it. or something. I no, think it's on HBO. Thanksgiving. It's probably on HBO because HBO has gotten a lot of like movie releases. Yeah. Um, but that are also theatrical releases on HBO Max, but I'm not paying $16 a month or whatever it is for that. I use my in-laws. See, there you go. Thanks. That's what you, that's, that's our pro tip of the day is to just get some in-laws <clears throat> and use their HBO Max. Yep. And you can watch uh, Euphoria, which is technically not oh, a true crime show, so but I mean, it's a by bit. this, by the time this episode comes out, it'll be just days from season two of Euphoria coming. And I'm so excited. The true crime is that Zendaya doesn't win every award. She's not. That's true. Um, some big horror movies that I have not yet seen that came but out this year. You are more likely to see them than me. So I'll that, yeah, they're it. on my list. They're, um, uh, remakes or sequels of big franchises. Halloween Kills, which I have only heard good things about, which I'm excited for. Uh, the Candyman remake. Yeah, that that was, I mean, my friends, I, you know what I will say? Um, I didn't see it, but I found it very interesting that my friends who were people of color loved it and talked about like a lot of nuances that seemed to fly over the heads of white people that I knew who saw it. Okay. So keep that in mind because it's apparently like quite a commentary on racism in America, but it's like a very, it's not like as out there as, or not out there. It's not as in your face as Get Out. Yeah. Okay. But I've, I've heard amazing things about it. And I also just really love that actor. I can't remember his name, but yeah. he's, he was in uh, The Greatest Showman and yeah. he's brilliant. I also saw that The Forever Purge came out this year. Uh, That's like the last, how like. How many of those are there? three four maybe i don't remember i think i think that's i i'm not even trying to be funny i think that's too low of a number <laughs> i i remember being really interested in the premise of the first one but then it not being like <laughs> something that i really loved like i didn't it didn't live up to the premise that i wanted it to i thought you were saying <clears throat> that you thought it was a good idea and i was like oh, no 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 okay. i mean the for a horror movie i was Don't like oh this is Haley. this is kind of an original idea like that's interesting it looks like from a, a quick imdb search there's the purge in 2013 the purge series in 2018 the purge anarchy in 2014 the purge election year in 2016 oh i forgot about four. that one the Forever Purge in 2021. And, and then there's then, like a short or something there, I'm seeing on here. I, I don't know if that's connected. There is a short, but then it looks like there's also the first Purge okay. in 2018. And it's there's a lot of Purges. Oh, all right. I thought, I thought there was less than that. We are purging. <clears throat> um, some good docuseries that came out this year. The Memories of Murder, the Nielsen tapes. That was really interesting. Again, we'll talk about Dennis Nielsen. Um, eventually, we'll get to it. Um, Murder Among Mormons was good. Operation Varsity Blues, that's the one about the college admission scandal, if you would just want to, like, throw something at your TV. Yeah. Um, that, that one was... Whew. 
we, something else. we reviewed the Night Stalker one already yes, earlier did. in the year. Um, the crime scene at the va- uh, Vanishing at the Cecil Hotel we talked uh-huh. about. And I think, I don't, it, it should be out by the time everyone's listening to this, but I think the Times Square Killer one either just came out or came out like last week, something like that. Um, but that is like the continuation of the crime scene series that they're doing. Isn't that another, what's his name from Glee? Oh, Darren Chris? No, the, uh, the producer guy. Ryan Murphy. Yes, I think crime scene. I like scene... how I associate Darren Chris more with true crime. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, so I think crime scene is is a Ryan Murphy produced thing, if I'm not wrong, or is that Joe Berlinger? It's one of those. It, it could be. I you're better with that stuff than it I might am. be Joe I Berlinger. Just go, oh, this is very good. <laughs> yeah. Um, on Peacock, the John Wayne John Wayne Gacy Devil in Disguise mm-hmm. came out. I have not seen it because I don't have like the paid version of Peacock. Oh, is it the paid? Yeah, I think so. Okay. I haven't checked. I'll double check um, after we record and everything, but I want to see that. It sounds really good. Alan V. Farrow came out this year. Oh, yeah. About Woody Allen and Mia Farrow. Yeah. Team Farrow. All yeah. the way. 100%. Uh, Hundo P. Some ones that like didn't get enough uh, talk about was uh, Why Did You Kill Me? Did you see that one? I don't think so. It's like this girl was murdered and... Uh, her family was told like one story and they're like, no, we don't believe it. We don't believe that it was like this. So they, they, they kind of like do their, their own like digging. Yeah. Yeah. And they like uncover a lot of like new information about the the case. Opposite of how Carol Baskin's family is investigating. It's basically like, if I, yeah, I, it was from the beginning of the year, I think. So if I remember correctly, the mother, like, kind of figures out who did it and she like kind of catfishes the oh, the guy shit. into like telling her. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it, it's something like that. I can't spoil it for you because I don't remember fully, but um, it wasn't talked about enough, so I think everyone should watch it. This is a robbery, the uh, one about the yep. art heist at the yep. Isabel Stewart Gardner Museum. We'll talk about it. Uh, very interesting case and not solved. So um, you can go watch that one. I think that's on Netflix. The Sons of Sam, Descent into Darkness, that came out this year about uh, the son of Sam and like, is it one person? Is it multiple people? Right. Um, what else? Oh, that special. I don't remember if it was 48 Hours or 2020. It was one of those like, I believe uh, it was crimes. 2020. Yeah. The, the one that the you're Turpin thinking. sisters yes. that came yes, out. Yeah. Yeah. Haley had asked me about this earlier and I was like, I'm pretty it's sure one of those. that it's that that's what it is. Yeah, but um, uh, that was really interesting, especially because uh, th- that case like was huge in what was it, twenty seventeen, eighteen? About there, and they actually are like very close to where I live now. Are they really? Um, yeah, but that that was twenty twenty. It was Escape from a House of Horror, a Diane Sawyer special, Sawyer special event, and that came out on November nineteenth of this year. Okay, because that's all that the people in my city were talking about. Because they were like, "Can you believe that it was like right here?" And I'm like, "I can." Yeah, I've read the stuff. So, <laughs> um, there's a couple other like kind of horror slash true crime stuff that I have not seen that came out this year. The Army of the Dead, I've only heard good things about. That's the one that like um, Tignataro was put in at like the last minute, I think. I, now, see, I have heard that it's not that great, but it really, is, it, yes, but that it is funny if you know that Tignataro's scenes were were not Chris with anybody. Delia was like touching children, yeah, so yeah, she yeah. Got booted and. Tignataro replaced him and when you watch it knowing that Tignataro's I love yeah like just the best and when you watch the movie knowing that those scenes were shot just her with nobody to act opposite of amazing like after the fact she looks badass in all the stills yeah like oh hot spot yeah uh that got a 67 percent on Rotten Tomatoes yeah um but 
I still want to see it. Seems about right. I'm I, watching it with you. I'll read the synopsis, though. I've heard really good things about Last Night in Soho that got 75% on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, and yeah, oh, that was a great movie. Yeah, I haven't I, seen it. Like, oh, if you haven't, see that movie. It was so, so good. Yeah. Uh, another one that I I've like saw, like the... the the still of it, or like the movie poster of it, is already just so shocking. Is malignant. I got a seventy six percent certified fresh. I don't. I don't. It's think the I know the that woman one. that's like uh, she's like oh, paralyzed or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. She gets and, like the knife in the, in the eye, back of the head. Right. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Something that one like sounds that. really good. Um, I'm trying. I'm like scrolling through the the Rotten Tomato list right now. Again, Fear Street's on there. Amazing. Yeah, there's so many. Oh, Lamb. I didn't. I don't remember that Lamb was a, a horror. I guess it was. I guess. I guess. I mean, it's horrific looking. It's listed as number twenty on like the best, the uh, best horror movies of 2021 on Rotten saw Tomatoes. That and really liked it, and I'm just like, it's 86. percent I'll watch something with like a fuzzy baby lamb. That's not that. Yeah, I don't want to see it if it's gonna be like, spooky. Oh, horror. Quiet Place Park. Too. Oh, yeah. Oh I watched God, the beginning of that. I watched the beginning of that on a plane. Yeah. And then I had to finish it. I think it's on Paramount Plus, maybe, because Elliot has a Paramount Plus account. Um, yeah, I finished watching it at home. Wow. That actress, incredible. Yeah. Which, wait, the, 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 young, the young. I was going to say the little girl. Yeah. Or, oh, or my gosh. She is so. Millicent Simmons. Yes. <clears throat> wow. She's incredible. And she's beautiful. Yes. Um, what else came out this year? I've heard stuff on last podcast talk about Psycho Gorman. Oh, okay. Uh, it has a 92%. It's rated number six, like the number six horror movie of the year last year. So, um, maybe I'll watch it. It looks like a lot of relentless gore. <laughs> That's so I'm not pretty exactly much sure. everything that you try to get me to watch, in my opinion. Yeah. But that's Okay. Um, I think that's all of our, all we've got going on here. What, uh, like what we're, we're picking up and we're putting down. Yeah. I want to talk about briefly, just talk about, um, horror books because. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Cause you I, read some good ones. This well, year. I read the final girl support group by Grady Hendrix. Yes. I also read horror store. It didn't come out this year. It came out, um, several years ago, but I really love that. It's a, a like a haunted house story, but it's set in an Ikea. He's uh, like yeah. a good, like horror comedy writer. Final Girl, Final Girl Support Group was fantastic. I'm going to be reading more of his books this year. Um, and also Later by Stephen King came out this year. I haven't read enough horror this year, but I am planning on reading more so I could talk about it. Um, I'm specifically looking at Nick Cutter. I've heard really good things about The Troop and The Deep. I want to okay. see that. I want to read those. Um, uh, Southern Girls Guide, uh, the Southern Book Cup's Guide to Slaying yes. Vampires, I think is a Grady Hendrix. I'm going to read that. Um, Paul Tremblay, Head Full of Ghosts, I have to read. I read uh, Cabin at the End of the World. That was pretty good. I didn't read it this year, but if anybody's looking for, like, a psychological crimey thriller, I See You by Claire McIntosh. Holy shit. That and The Husband's Secret by Leanne Moriarty. Okay. Uh, Last year, uh, Shelter of the Damned came out, and I I know that was on my list. Um, What else was on my list? The Lost Village by Camilla Stein, Sten, uh, uh, sorry, Shelter of the Dams by Mike Thorne, um, and sure. The Lost Village is Camilla Sten, um, so that's another one that was on my list, hold on, I'm just, like, looking at it, Near the Bone, I've seen on, like, every 
like countdown list of like the best horror that came out um uh this past year by Christina Henry The Woods Are Always Watching by Stephanie Perkins I read um There's Someone Inside Your House oh that movie came oh. out too um that That's was crazy. on Netflix that was really good okay I trust you uh, I've heard really good things about My Heart Is a Chainsaw by Stephen Graham Jones um yeah i'll talk more about books hopefully we'll do like another roundup next year yeah um and we'll talk about that you reminded me if anybody is looking for something to watch it should be coming out like the end of january um but a friend of mine worked on this and it's called the woman in the house across the street from the girl in the window oh yeah isn't that with with Kristen bell yeah Kristen bell yes and it's like a it's like the best way i can describe it is it's like one of those thriller murder movies or series yeah where a woman sees a murder or whatever but it's also like a com- like it kind of like spoofs it too yeah so it's like it's funny but it's also like creepy and so that's just what that's that's one that i would recommend that i will be suffering through and watching i shouldn't right. say suffering through even though he worked on it but i love him um it looks like it's gonna be good also i totally forgot spiral that um the saw movie with um what's his oh, name uh chris rock yeah that came out this year there was another one too that came out this year well there was there were a few that came out this year actually um but yeah yeah those are just a couple <laughs> of the things if you have any recommendations <gasps> i have another one what's Sorry, yours cruel summer everybody watch cruel summer okay it's it's like a murdery like it, it, it reminds me of the amanda knox case okay interesting yeah all right well you have some recommendations if you haven't uh read or seen or seen. looked up anything that happened from this past year yeah but uh yeah is it weird to do a roundup on the uh first episode of, of the, the year, year? <laughs> i don't know we should have done this last week yeah sure but you know what Sometimes the ideas we didn't. come as they come. Yeah. <laughs> so um, as it's the end of the year for us, beginning of the year for you, we have some exciting things coming. We do. We're going to be talking about so many good things. We're going to be talking about so you want to know about topics of like recent stuff coming out. We're going to be talking uh, serial killers and heavy hitters. We're going to be talking kidnappings. We're going to be talking everything. Everything? Everything. <laughs> Um, so if you want to keep up with all that, you can go to our website. It's crimeculturepodcast.tumblr.com. That's us. Yeah. We're also on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and also Patreon. We are. So you can support us on all of those. And you can always email us at crimeculturepod at gmail.com. Shoot us a DM also on our social media. On any of those. Yeah. And Um. with that. We're going to see you next Tuesday. Bye. Bye. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Please don't cause a while we're No, not before this comes out. Bye. Bye.